Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of AUSU Open Mic. Uh, we got a cool episode today. It's a Voice Magazine episode, and uh, you know we've talked about a lot of uh, different services that are provided and operated through the Students Union here at AU, and the one that we get to brag about today is the Voice Magazine, and uh, we've got uh, a couple guests with us today. Uh, we've got Carl Lowe, who's our managing editor. Carl, say hi. Hi there, folks. And uh, Carl, you've been around since the beginning of time, and it just feels like like you're our you're our history buff when it comes to uh, the Voice. But how long have you been around, and how long have you been with the uh, the Voice Magazine and AUSU? Do I really have to say this? Okay, um, 1999. That's when I started going to AU. That's when I started getting the Voice Magazine. That's it turns out about when the Voice Magazine came out. It actually started in 1998. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, you were basically, you know, 10 years old when that started, so that'll help everybody sort of uh, get an idea. Yeah, prodigy. Of, yeah exactly. <laughs> and uh, we've also got Brittany Daigle with us today, who's a contributing writer for The Voice magazine. And uh, Brittany, you've been writing since uh, November of 2017, isn't that right? Yeah, that's right. I started writing in November of 2017, and it's been great. So technically, you were actually with AUSU uh, long before uh, you became part of uh, council, but obviously you joined council in 2018, uh, eventually joined the executive committee uh, later on a year or so after that. And uh, so you've obviously been involved with AUSU in a a number of different ways. And so today we're going to be tapping into your voice magazine experience, uh, if that's good for you. Absolutely. I'm glad to share my experience. So maybe we'll start with saying, first of all, The Voice Magazine is an online student publication. You can find it at uh, voicemagazine.org. I will also say that The Voice Magazine is the official student publication for Athabasca University and AU students across the country, and well, I guess the globe for that matters, as a service uh, provided by the Students' Union. AUSU is also very proud to fund the magazine and provide leadership to how it's managed, and I can definitely say that Carl does a wonderful job in that regard. Carl, I'm going to start with you, and and again, I sort of want to go through a little bit of the life cycle of of what it takes to uh, not only produce each each issue uh, every week, but also, you know, what does it take for writers to get involved? And so we'll maybe touch on a few of these things, but I'm going to ask you to sort of be our history buff for a moment. Do you happen to know sort of the ins and outs of how The Voice got started? Yeah, way back in well, 1998, uh, Council was formed earlier that year, like the, f- the formation of AUSU Council from nothing. And one of the first things they did was they decided they needed a student publication. So they formed something they called The Voice. At that time, it was one broadsheet, basically one page of a newspaper. And they printed it on both sides, and they filled it up with stuff that you can see more or less on every week in The Voice now. But they'd print that up once every quarter, every every three months, oh, and wow. they'd send that out to every student by mail. So every student got a copy of this thing by mail every every quarter. That's awesome. Okay. Almost like a like a little newspaper, like a little newsletter or a publication That's of exactly sorts. That's exactly what it was. Yeah, yeah. There was actually no student involvement to begin with, other than just those people who were on council. Now we both know that you know each issue of the Voice is uh, obviously composed of articles and. And those articles are being written by AU students and guest writers uh, for AU students. Um, I'll also add for the purpose of sharing AU news, ideas, uh, student opinions, insights, uh, as well as for the purpose of creating sort of an online community for AU students, which is something that we're always trying to do. Um, I'm going to throw out a question to both of you, and we'll maybe start with Brittany and then come back to Carl. And that is, why is The Voice magazine such an important service for AUSU to provide and support? Yeah, for sure. Um, I think it's incredibly important for AU 
AUSU to continue supporting. Um, it gives students the chance to get involved and to write about topics that are important to them. Um, and then it, they also get to make a little bit of money on the side. So it's nice to be able to contribute to students' education. Yeah, exactly. And we're going to be talking a little bit about that compensation later on in the podcast. Carl, what are your thoughts? Uh, for me, one of the most important things that The Voice does is it, it watches counsel. It watches counsel for the students and it reports on them. And not usually any issue, but sometimes you get counsels where some people on them are a little bit self-serving. You see this when you look at any student union. There, there are times when things go a little bit bad, and that's when it's important to have something like The Voice reporting on what's going on, just so students are aware. Yeah, absolutely. And it's also just keeping everybody apprised of some of the different hot topics that happen to float through AU as well. And um, you guys have always done such a great job of, uh, of doing that. Carl, I'm going to come to you for the next one. Um, what has been the best part of your experience as the managing editor of The Voice and, uh, and working with the magazine for as long as you have? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Just to stick on that lines, how do you get uh, students involved? How are you connecting with students on the regular basis? And, you know, how basically how do students get involved with the magazine? Getting involved with the magazine is really easy. If you go on our website, they're down at the bottom. You'll find a link that says Write for the Voice. You click on that, you get to a form, and you just send me something. Say, hey, I want to write. I have a bunch of form emails and a lot of stuff to start help students get moving, but once you, write, once you write to that address, I'll start getting in touch with you and seeing if I can get you to write anything. I love to get content from students. Yeah, absolutely. Um, when when you're doing that, what are you looking for in your new writers or in, I shouldn't even say new writers, but just in writers in general? Actually, what am I looking for? Now that you put it to me that way, I, I don't really look for anything other than a willingness to write and to take direction because some of them are great writers right from the get-go. Yeah, And yeah. some of them need a little help. When you're doing that, what are some of the things that you do to help support writers along the way? And, you know, you've kind of talked about it a little bit today, but um, I'm a new writer. I've just started uh, submitting articles. Uh, what are some of the things that you do sort of in the beginning and maybe throughout the first number of articles that they write that really help support the writers along the way? Well, I, I go through and I copy it and I, and I do this professionally and I make sure that their English is good, solid English. I also go through and I check their sources and I give them advice on better places to source material from if they need it. And I help them develop the idea of writing an article that's coherent from top to bottom. Mm -hmm. Because some students, they start writing and you get into a stream of consciousness and they lose track of where they are. And that's where having another eyes to look at it helps them out. Yeah, for sure. Do you find that there are certain things that the writers are seeking, you know, throughout their experience with you, whether it's, you know, learning opportunities with actual writing and publishing or is there something that stands out to you that writers are wanting to know the most usually when they contact me one of the first things they always ask is well what do you, what should i write about and I, well that's a really hard question because au is so many students and, and we're so diverse it really comes down to pick something you think would interest au students if you think it would interest them and you can write decently about it i will be interested in publishing it yeah absolutely um just for everybody listening carl how many writers do you have right now right now i have about 15 Okay, and uh, how many articles are you throwing out per issue each week? We usually publish about twelve to thirteen articles each each week. Yeah, I mean, it kind of gives you an, it gives students an idea of of the capacity of the magazine and sort of what you're looking for. And you know, there's lots of opportunities. Uh, I didn't mention this at the beginning of the podcast, but one of the special things that is part of my role uh, as the executive director for AUSU is I'm also the editor in chief. 
for the voice magazine and um it allows me you know the opportunity not only to work with you uh and sort of you know new ideas or brainstorming things but in many ways uh, just that that little bit of connection with the students um and of course i'm also a fan so Brittany, uh coming back to you as mentioned uh, you've been writing for the voice since uh november of 2017 what motivated you to get involved originally yeah um so writing for the voice magazine is definitely something that i'm really passionate about uh, when i first enrolled at au i felt what a lot of other students feel while attending au which is a bit of isolation and that there are very few ways to get involved um, I have always loved writing, and when I heard about the opportunity to write for The Voice in an AUSU newsletter, um, I reached out to Carl, and I've been writing ever since. I think it's a great opportunity for students to enjoy writing. Um, it's a great way to get involved, get your writing published, and you get to make a little bit of money. So that was kind of all my uh, motivation to start. Yeah, very cool. What do you like the most about the experience of being a writer for the magazine? I think my favorite thing is um, writing articles that I know are helping students. Um, my two columns, Course Exam and Minds We Meet, um, help to eliminate isolation and help to um, highlight some courses for students, share some information. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? You, this is maybe a perfect segue into the two columns that you do participate in, uh, one being the Minds We Meet and the second one being the Course Exam. Uh, tell us a little bit about each one of those uh, articles that you do and and sort of what they're all about. Yeah, for sure. Um, my Mind to Me column has me interviewing AU students. Um, in these interviews, I get to know who they are, what program they're enrolled in, and what led them to enroll at AU in the first place, um, their hobbies, and their future plans for their education. Um, this column really helps to highlight other students who are attending AU and helps to really eliminate that feeling of isolation, which I think is really important. Um, my course exam column, on the other hand, is where I interview students, course coordinators, tutors, or academic experts to get more information about AU's courses. I can then share that information with students so that they will have more insight into the courses that they're interested in uh, prior to enrolling. Um, I do this because when I first started at AU, I felt like the online syllabi for courses were very vague. And sometimes they do not accurately represent the actual content or expectations of the course. Yeah, for sure. There's no question that they have also uh, provided some popularity within the Voice magazine too and been very interesting read for a lot of students over the years. Staying with you, Brittany, um, do you have a favorite article that you've written to date? Well, my favorite articles are definitely the course exam articles. But if I had to choose one article... Um, that was not part of any of my columns. I would choose my article titled The Reputation of Online at the Basque University because it really speaks to a lot of the fears that some students have expressed towards me, uh, towards attending AU and the overall reputation of an online university. Through this article, I really tried to um, eliminate some of that fear for students. Yeah, and there's no question that that topic has come up a lot. Uh, Carl, I'm sure you could speak to this, but I mean, that article specifically has been sort of at the top of our uh, list for, for quite a while now, hasn't it? Yeah, it's at the top of our most read list for basically since the, since the day she wrote it. It hit the top pretty quick and never left. 
Do you think there's a reason for that outside of the obvious uh, stigma that comes with online studies? What are your thoughts on on why that article has had some longevity? Because it, it's not just about AU, although it's primarily about AU, but it's about the reputation of online education in general, and students are moving to that more and more. I mean, we're going to see a lot of that in the next few days. I expect to see a big bump in it when yeah. students start realizing they're going to have to take courses online now. Yeah, yeah. Carl, same question, um, and again, has there been an article that stands out to you as being one of your favorites? Oh, that might be a big pool to pick from. That is a huge pool to pick from because way back when I was writing all about what the federal government was doing when it was actually busily involved in post-secondary education. Really, one of my favorite articles is probably just a music review I wrote. It's uh, called Pool Boy, and the, the band is called Pool Boy. They, wrote a, they had a CD. They send us the CDs, and sometimes we get other types of you know, albums and that kind of thing in. And if somebody wants to review them, I'm happy to send them stuff to review because, hey, I like to get more content that way. But yeah, that was my favorite article. I just wrote a simple little article about a music review. Nice. Um, and the fact that you're talking about a CD also dates uh, that article as well, assuming that it oh, was gosh, uh, it? <laughs> back when CDs were uh, were a hot item. For people who don't know, it's a little silvery disc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Carl, obviously we've been talking about how students can get involved and sort of the benefits of that. And and uh, Brittany has also alluded to this, but we're also very proud to provide compensation for writers. And um, just looking to see if you could provide some insight for uh, for students that want to get involved. And, and what is the compensation? How does that work? And, you know, what's an article worth to The Voice? Sure. Uh, we do a flat fee. That starts off at $30 for an article. An article is about a page long, 450 words. We have some other smaller fees if you want to do smaller things, and that's fine. We also, at this point, have a current uh, bump-up that we give to student members because we have some guest writers, we have some graduate writers, but if you're an actual AUSU member right now, we throw an extra $10 onto that article fee, so it becomes $40. Now, if you've been writing for The Voice for a while, then that fee bumps up to $50 because I want to keep you around and keep you regular. So that's how that works. Great. Was that a motivator for you, Brittany, back in, and I know you've mentioned it, but was was that a motivator for you? It's like, hey, not only is this an opportunity to, to give back, as you've mentioned, but also the fact that, you know, you can earn a little bit of money as well. Yeah, it definitely was. At the time, I didn't have a job, and um, I'm supporting my own education, so any little bits of money helps. So it, it was definitely one of the reasons why I started writing. In many ways... You know, we're kind of talking about, you know, trying to encourage students to get involved. And when you when you look at students that want to engage with this service and and be a part of this uh, magazine, the question for both of you is what advice would you give to students? Uh, Carl, maybe we'll go to you and then go to Brittany second. And um, what comes to your mind when you think of just some general advice for students that want to uh, get involved with The Voice? Take the first step. I mean, really, that's the best advice I could give. Just Put down whatever you're doing, take the first step right now, and follow through. Because the people you'll be in contact with will be friendly and will be wanting you to do more. So it's really easy to get involved if you're willing to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think once people do that, I think it probably makes it easier. And uh, you realize that, you know, this AU world is a lot smaller than it might seem. And all I know is that there's a lot of articles out there that have you know, meant a lot to students, been there to support them. You know, there are there are pieces that are being written that are supporting not just AU students from an AU perspective, but also a life perspective. Uh, I know Barb has a, a, a column out there that does just that. You know, how important do you think 
those elements are to AU students as they're reading those uh, issues each week, Carl? I think it helps to make the students real. I mean, they read this stuff in, in the Voice newspaper, and they realize, I'm not alone. There's other people out there. They're like me. They're having some of the same problems as me. Hey, we can, maybe we can all do this. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that, Brittany? No, I definitely agree. And, and my biggest advice would be to, you know, one, email Carl and start the conversation around you writing for The Voice. Um, and two, I would advise you to write about topics that are important to you. Um, and that you think could either help students um, or be of interest to students. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. As we're wrapping up here, Carl, talk to us a little bit about timelines and how often does The Voice uh, magazine get published? Uh, When do writers need to have something ready for you? Um, And just kind of talk a little bit about sort of a week or a month in the life of. Sure. Um, Basically, we publish every Friday at about 2.30 or so, maybe a little later, depending on how fast I'm running. Uh, but for, for that to happen, students need to get their articles into me by Sunday, the, the Sunday before that, so that I have time to go through it, do some editing, do some source checking, and that kind of thing, and get the layout started. Um, also, what else happens is payment happens once per month, and that happens in the month after you've been published. Basically, at the end of the month, I submit an invoice for you, AUSU will pay you. That's how that, it's that easy. And what else is there for students to know about writing? If you've got an article, like recently we just put out an article on COVID-19, and of course that's a very timely issue. If you've got a timely issue like that, just let me know that you've got something timely coming in. I'll set aside space. I'll set aside time for it. And you can submit like right up to the deadline pretty much. Basically on Thursday morning I'll take it in. Yeah, yeah. Any last thoughts? Um, and I guess what I'm thinking about is uh, any kind of encouragement, any last thoughts around your own experience or, you know, uh, not only encouraging other people to get involved with The Voice, but overall, in, you know, impressions of why this is important for AU students. And uh, not to put you on the spot, Brittany, but um, what comes to mind and sort of as a as a sort of a podcast ending thought? I think in distance education, it's really important to put yourself out there if you're feeling that isolation and you're wanting to get involved. Um, so I think, you know, writing for the voice of this seems up your alley whatsoever. I totally recommend um, giving it a try, seeing if you like it, um, and sharing some of your thoughts with us. Well, in, in a nutshell, the, the reason that the voice is here, the reason the voice is important is so that students can get their voices out to other students, so that you have other people hearing you, and so that other students can hear you, because that helps. When other students hear that there are students writing about the same things they are, as I said before, it just helps. It makes us all feel like a bit more of a community. Yeah. And that's what's really important. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that's that's always been a goal of uh, AUSU is really to uh, provide that level of community within uh, the AU learning experience. Uh, there's no question that the voice is uh, a huge factor uh in being able to uh, contribute to that. So, you know what, this has been really great. I really appreciate you guys uh, uh, speaking with us and taking time out of your day to hang out. And uh, Carl, we know that you just kind of threw an issue out. So uh, everybody can definitely go and check your uh, your inbox. If you, if you don't subscribe to The Voice, uh, stop by voicemagazine.org and uh, you can subscribe. It'll end up in your inbox each week. Uh, it's a great uh, a great way to stay involved uh, with what's happening both at AUSU and the university itself. So definitely check it out. And uh, Carl, Brittany, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for having me.
and keep the articles coming, Brittany. Uh, they're great. <laughs> and uh, there's been a lot of work put into the Voice magazine. And uh, we look forward to seeing what's coming down the pipe here. And uh, look forward to the coming issues. So great job, both of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks a lot, everybody. And have a great day. Thanks for listening.